Hey, hey, you're listening to The She-Wolf Show. We all have a little she-wolf inside of us, so howl it out, ladies and gents. This is a real and refreshing podcast. We're talking shop. We're getting real. We're telling the truth. And we're interviewing some really amazing people. Stay tuned. I want you to do your own intro, my dear. Awesome. My name is Alicia Wilfert. I am the founder and owner of Yoke and Abundance, a leadership, life, and creativity coaching business. We do all sorts of fun things, individual coaching, group coaching, workshops, retreats, and we also just had a podcast launch. Woo! Yes. Woo-hoo. By the time people hear this one, yours will have been on iTunes for some time. But we are recording this in August of 2018, and it just went live this week. Yeah. Tell our listeners um, a little bit about yoke and abundance, what that name means. And it's yoke, like an egg yolk. Yes. Um, and I think of it more as the yoke on an oxen. Oh. So if you think of two oxen plowing a field, there is a yoke over those two oxen that helps them come together in order to accomplish a task like plowing a field. So I'm a yogi, right? And in yoga, yoga means to yoke in that sense, the oxen type of sense. Ah. And you can think of a yoke as a bad thing, like it's your responsibility, the burden that you carry, or you can think of it as a tool that you use to accomplish a task. And when we're coaching, I always wonder what someone's yoke is. And is it a yoke you've chosen or is it a yoke that you've fallen into and doesn't suit you anymore and do we need to change it? Do we need to trade out yokes, tools? And abundance, um, I believe in living from a place of abundance and not from fear, but a place of love and knowing that there's more than enough, which is kind of what I think we're going to be talking about. Awesome. I love Um, that. I haven't heard you describe it that way before. Yeah. And I like it. So listen to this back and just memorize that little pitch. (laughs) It's good. It's good. Um, So... Alicia and I have been friends for almost a year Mm -hmm. now. Um, I relocated back to Greensboro, North Carolina, was hell-bent on finding some badass babes to surround myself with. Alicia was one of those people. And um, that was kind of the same type of connection. We had some mutual friends that said, y'all should meet. And I reached out, immediately loved you. Um, And so in addition to that, we've been in a business growing stage both of us have right you and I both have been trying to grow our businesses quickly and efficiently um, with big things in mind for the future Mm -hmm. and so especially in that startup community people are collaborating all the time right so if you've listened to the first season of out of office then you know a little bit about me Jordan the host and you know that I have a business um, called brand boss creative and then that I also have a collaborative called she wolf which was co-founded with a great friend of mine who um, lived in Florida we're both like she's a nomad she's all over the place but uh, Laura Holloway and our goal was similar like how do we come together how do we how do you take your skills and expertise and me take my skills and expertise and serve a bigger project and she wolf has evolved a lot in two Mm -hmm. years right and uh everywhere that I've lived it seems like I meet these amazing women that I want to be a part of it and we try to figure out how we can make that happen how can our skills complement one another and how can we like conquer the hunt yeah as, as she wolves so you and I have been 
working together um, somewhat through She-Wolf, right? Mm -hmm. And that conversation is what brings us here today. Yeah. Because we recently decided that wasn't the best fit. Yeah. And so we're here to say, it's okay, people. That is okay. You can have a business breakup and still be friends. Exactly. That should be the title of this guy. Um, So, yeah, we want to talk about it and allow you all to listen because this is super fresh and we just decided this. Um, And both of us walked away feeling... Oops. (laughs) Both of us walked away feeling really great about it and really um, in line with our own vision and then just no animosity towards each other. Right. So, and that's not like a sugary sweet way to say that. Mm -mm. I mean, there's still, there's things that we talked about, right? Yeah. And I think there's going to be a lot of things that are going to require additional conversations. Totally. But it's, how do you approach those conversations? Do you approach it from a place of love and abundance or do you approach it from a place of fear and lack and not enough? Right. 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 And comparing, you know, and all of that. So, um, We'll kick it off by just addressing the fact that collaboratives and collaboration and communities are blowing up everywhere. Yeah. Because people need them. Mm -hmm. And predominantly women are really attracted to these networking groups, kind of like this boss lady type environment. Uh, And within She-Wolf, you know, we kind of naturally became that and then have had a lot of requests to launch something like that. Um, I will be the first to say that I drug my feet through the quicksand for a really long time because the amount of work, like, I think people just think I can start a community or I can start a Facebook page that people pay to be a part of. And that's so big right now. And the amount of work that goes into that is, is like astronomical. It's like you, people don't just connect. You have to enable them to connect. You have to give them something to connect on. You have to like facilitate conversation and engagement. And And there's no magic bullet to any of that. Right. And you have to know who your target market is. So right now that's rampant. Um, and, and I think both of us are, this is one thing that we're on the same page with. It's like, we don't want to do what other people are doing. Right. At all. So how do we do that? So initially when to give everyone a little bit of background, initially when she will decided, okay, we're going to explore what a community collaborative environment looks like outside of what it is currently, which is basically a non-agency agency. It's like gals that have great creative skills come together for bigger projects. But we said, man, half the time that we spend on the phone talking about projects or facilitating projects, we are helping each other with our individual businesses. Yes. So it's always been a little bit of a community, but to actually launch this community and ask people to pay to be a part of it has been terrifying for me. Why? Why has that been terrifying? Because I think I'm constantly thinking, would I pay for that? Is that worth my time? And I think as an entrepreneur, we join everything. We join every, we join the chambers of commerce. We join the um, women's innovators day. We join um, the triad local first uh, type organizations. We, you know, the Guilford merchants association. These are all local to to us, right? Elevate all of those things. Yes. Yes. We join all of it. And you start to analyze your time after a little while and you start to say, how much am I paying for that? Am, Am I getting leads? Is it helping me with business? And at a certain point, you're just a member of too much. Right. You know, and for me, it's like, how do you remain a thought leader and how do you remain competitive in business while also preaching that your like competition can be coopetition, as right. my gal in, in Bozeman says, um, 
Marley, sweet Marley. And we brought that up on the first podcast of my episode. I was like, coopetition, Jordan and coopetition. Yeah, yeah. And so how do you do both? Because I think women are so, like, high with the EQ piece. And so let's fast forward a little bit to, okay, then you're a part of She-Wolf. You're a Mm -hmm. She-Wolf member. Yes. This may be confusing for listeners. Email me if you have questions. <laughs> um, so She Wolf Collaborative, non-agency agency. Everyone has their own business, working on projects together. Alicia initially joined because you've got kick-ass, like, mission, vision, core values right. type yeah. workshops. It's really important, I think, for whether you're an individual or a business to know your mission and your vision and your core values. So we had talked about there might be times where there's businesses that come in for branding and marketing purposes, but if they aren't clear on their vision, mission, core values, it's really difficult to do anything from a branding standpoint if businesses aren't clear on that. So we thought maybe it would be a good idea to bring me in. We thought maybe there'd be some business workshops that we'd be hosting together. Right. And that would make sense. But it didn't really pan out that way, right? The train I mean, just didn't keep moving. No, it didn't leave the station, which yeah. it's important to evaluate those things in business. Okay, this was a great idea. Maybe it would have worked in a different scenario, but it wasn't working in this. But then then you decided to go the community route, right? Right, so we pivot. Right, so yeah. pivoting towards the community route. And, um, you know, I had already kind of been working on something with that and... And so I had a few hesitations, but, you know, my thing is uh, there's a Madeleine Albright quote that says there's a special place in hell for women that don't help other women, (laughs) right? And so when you find a tribe of women like a she-wolf or, you know, whatever it is that is up to really big things, if you can't, if I can, I want to be a part of it and I want to help. And so I was like, okay, I'm on board until I'm not going to be on board anymore. Right. 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 Because I want to be a part of advancing my friends and the women in my community forward. Yeah. And so it got to the point where things are getting really serious with the, with the collaborative and I'm doing something similar and it's just a conflict of interest for both parties. Right. Right. So I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I, I know for me, I was really in a research phase. Like right. I was like, what's already out there? Who's really intelligent and can help us consultant-wise yeah. really monetize this and really think about it from a very uh, wise business perspective, right? Right. So we were we were all, we had facilitated kind of this, uh, like, board of directors-esque, yeah. right? Yeah. And so then we had these calls and we're hashing out ideas and we're all just throwing stuff at the table. Yeah. Um, and everyone that was involved in those conversations really has like a standpoint from somewhere. One yeah. gal, Brie, is in a lot of mastermind groups, could come at it from that perspective. You're a community builder. That's one of the things you do. Right. Um, you were coming at it from that perspective. And then we had women all over the country that are already within our trusted pack communicating about what a community looks like, who we're targeting, what they would pay, what that we would offer them, you know, just actually creating a business plan, which most people don't do. And I would highly suggest, but, uh, so we were doing that as we're trying to figure out and I'm, I'll be really honest for me, the draw of a community is scaling the business. Absolutely. Obviously there's mission. Um, and there, there are big movement type things that we want to be a part of. Um, to your point, like women that help other women, all women, you know, I think yeah. I was smacked in the face recently with the fact that white women help white women. 
a lot. Yeah. And we're not, when we're <laughs> charging the, the women's march, which I was a part of, are we making that a fair playground for everybody? Is there a place at the table for everyone? Exactly. So I've been really more conscious of that lately. And so that, of course, that's part of it. That's part of that foundation, those core values. And mm -hmm. I think you would probably agree oh, with yeah. yours is as well, which is one reason why I think we said these are our goals. Maybe we can work together on this. Yeah. Uh, but then as we started to evolve, and we're still evolving, we're still trying to figure it out. Maybe by the time this launches, that bad boy will be live and you can I hope become so. a member. Because right? I can't wait to join. Yeah. I mean, so... Then we got to the place where we felt like it was a conflict of interest. Yeah. And I want you to talk a little bit about that because you're the one that came to me and said, yeah. hey, I've wanted to do this thing. Your thing that's very similar is starting to get off the ground. Yeah. And I think it's not good to have yeah. both. I wanna, so. Can I talk about how scary that is? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yes. So, I mean, the thing is. I love you. Yeah. I mean, friends. it's like one. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, when you meet somebody and you're like, oh, my God, I love them. And yeah. and a lot of our friends are mutual friends and a lot mm -hmm. of our friends. You know, I'm single mindedly focused these days on business. Right. And so my life is my business, which means that my friends are my business, too. Right. And so when you realize that you're going to have to take a step back from that saying that like we need to divorce these things is really scary right because you're yes. scared like am I going to lose my friend am I going to lose my community and what of course I wouldn't right like we we but those are fears. but it's possible it's possible yeah. I mean not everybody can handle things yep in a, in a really open communicative way mm -hmm. so that was a big fear and then a big fear is like okay how did this get so far with with it being a conflict of interest, right? You know, so that was that was difficult. And then, like, tracing back, should I have said something sooner? Should mm -hmm. I, you know, what did I say? What didn't I say? Not remember, like, I don't have an awesome detail-oriented memory. So it's like, what did I say? What didn't I say? And have I been... Have I been truthful and authentic from, yeah. the, from the beginning and hoping that I, that I have been, um, but also trusting in the friendship and trusting that... You're gonna, you see the best in me, mm -hmm. and that you believe the best in me. And so, knowing that if with that as the basis, we can at least start that conversation. And don't you think that that's like contradictory to how business is taught? Yes. Like not counting your eggs before they hatch and not sharing your ideas with each other, and which makes sense. Okay. And yeah. I will say, for for you to be in a place of, okay, I think I might want to do this. I'm not sure what it looks like yet. Right. Like, you don't have to tell anybody about that. Right. I mean, and, and I, you probably shouldn't. And you know what, though? I, I don't I have no regrets. So, like, yeah. I've been thinking a lot about this. We had a brainstorming session back in January. And yeah. I know that I was being really forthright with a lot of ideas. And I think maybe putting them out there in such a way, like, these are up for grabs. Even though I don't know that they were up for grab sure. ideas. Sure. And I don't regret any of that because I'm not going to operate from a place of fear. Yeah. And I'm going to trust that that I'm sharing with the right people. I mean, there are some people that you don't want to share with, yes. right? Yes. Um, but just given how we're able to handle this, you know what? It It's a testament to the fact that I was sharing with the right people. Yeah. I. I think your point about sharing with the right the right people is so huge. And I actually just had a call with um, 
our consultant yeah. yesterday about a, a different situation. Um, but because this community idea has been floating around mm-hmm. for so long, yeah. I, the co- co-founder of SheWolf actually uh, had a community in mind. We hadn't really fleshed it out. So we've had a very similar conversation, like how do we support each other but not be competitive, but also yeah. respect that we've shared these ideas in that open space. And it's always the, the things that we feel like are not always necessary. I would say, yes, share your ideas. And then I would also say that sometimes like having paperwork behind that is a good idea. Is a great idea for everyone involved, like having your friends or a small group of people that you're discussing your business ideas with yes. sign an NDA. You know, there is a, uh, a quote that I've been using a lot recently, even in relationships yeah. that good fences make good neighbors. Yes. So all that is, even if you're having an NDA, if you're signing paperwork, good fences make good neighbors. Yeah. Knowing Everybody what knows the boundaries are. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I think it's really wise. And then I also think about, are there aspects in my life where I'm not doing that? You know, right. or, or even, you know, if I, for this community, I should probably be <laughs> like slapping my own wrist. There needs to be a written out business plan, which we kind of have, you know, yeah, but you're a, getting there, but a solid pitch, like this is what the business is going to look like. And before anyone sees that again, having them sign this NDA, like I'm yeah. sharing this with you. Yes. Um, because that way, like you said, it's a good fence. It gives you protection legally. It gives you protection from an expectation standpoint. Because everyone knows what the expectations are, right? 100%. And you can uphold that. I had a manager when I was at Lincoln who would always tell me that managers, the three things that make a good manager are setting the right expectations, mm-hmm. making sure that people have the right resources to meet those expectations, and then holding them accountable. So that's all that's doing is those yeah. three things. Yeah. And then you can exceed expectations when you know what they are, right? Yeah. From a type A standpoint. Yeah. yeah. Like, how can I exceed your expectations? Yeah. So on the timeline of things, let's jump to you You get to the point where you say, I am going to launch my own community. It doesn't yeah. look like the community that SheWolf is trying to build. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense for me to be an advisory board member right. for, you know, ease of... Uh, titles that people understand. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, on what you're doing, if I'm trying to do something that could possibly be competitive, right? Right. Yeah. So you get to that point, and we're going to have the conversation, and you're nervous about it. I'm really nervous about it. A couple things we did that I want to point out in that. Um, one, we sat down in person. Yeah. You were vulnerable, and you shared with me what I so appreciate. Plan. Yep. You yeah. said, I'm going to start. A community, and I want you to know, and it might be a conflict of interest, and I'm going to leave that ball in your court. So you allowed me to decide whether or not it was good for what we're doing. Right. right. So I want to say, uh, huge that we had that in-person meeting, and we were able to have an honest conversation. Yeah. And then the second thing we did in that first meeting was say, let me think about it. Yeah. So that is huge because I it think is. like your perception if. That could have gone a million other ways, right? Like, it could have been that you launched this thing before we had talked about it, and then your perception starts going wild, and social media can be the devil, and you start to say, what? She launched this thing, and it looks like she's stealing... Like, it looks like all these things. It looks like she's stealing my ideas. It looks like she's, um, you know, 
creating something that we've already talked about. It looks right. like all these things yes. without really knowing the facts. Yeah. So I feel like the reason we're here today having yeah. this conversation is because we had an honest conversation. You brought, you were truthful and forthcoming. Yeah. Um, from a friendship standpoint and, and a business, business standpoint. standpoint. Yeah. 100%. So then we said, let's take a break. Yeah, you Let's know, think about it. I will say there's something that I wish that I had done differently too. Okay. So in the entrepreneur world, things move at a lightning speed sometimes. Yes. So every entrepreneur that I know, female entrepreneur, I don't know if it's this way with the guys too, but like you get an idea and you want it done like yesterday, right? And so what happened for me is I knew that I was going to be, I was exhausted from my Wise Women Wednesday panels, shelling out a whole lot of money that I don't have to put on these panels for the community. Which and are insanely popular. Yeah, they're really good. And, but also knowing like, I'm going to go bankrupt if I keep doing it this way. And so realizing that, okay, I'm, I have to do something about this. And, and I knew that the pan, the last panel before I was going to take a little break and then Marie's like start back up was coming. So I knew that now was the time to launch the collective for me. Yeah. And I wish that I had had more time because then it went out so fast and you're like, oh my God, this is already out. Yeah. And, and looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, I could have handled that a lot better. Um, how it went out. Well, that you didn't realize how fast it was oh, going out. I yes. could have I could have handled it better. I could have given you more of a lead time, but it's one of those things that in the entrepreneur world, you're going at lightning speed because sometimes you don't realize obstacles. So right. I just wish that that had been more of an open communication. Yeah. Um, because I think that that speaks to this. Some people, like when if you're fear-based, mm -hmm. you're going to be less communicative. You're not going to share everything. Mm -hmm. But I... And that wasn't a fear-based decision, but looking back in hindsight, you're like, okay, how could I have handled that different? And that's one of those things where I'm like, okay, next time I'd like to handle that a little bit differently. Right. Well, and there's, so I think that's important too, to talk about the whole point of this podcast, right? It's like, this is real talk. Yeah. And so I don't want it to sound like everything is roses. Right. Because we had some conversations. Yeah. We had them without screaming. We had them without throwing things. We had them yeah. with, you know, we if they were healthy, constructive, productive conversations about how we want to move forward. And so we decided to, to part ways. And that's kind of the reason behind this podcast is we thought that happens in business all the time. And people need a little bit of a roadmap. And, we, and I don't yeah. have a perfect roadmap. Right. But right. I think, to your point, like there are things that I probably would have done differently too. Had we dialing it back to the beginning, the beginning of She-Wolf, you know, there was a lot of things that happened, uh, between the, my business partner and I, we're still great friends. Right. Um, there are boundaries around the business side. Um, and so when I bought her out and I'm now the owner, um, since then there have been some, some conflict type conversations yeah. that her and I have had. Um, and I think, and I get the pit in my stomach before I have to have conversations like that. Yeah. Because you start thinking about all the possibilities. Right. And so having, like, agendas and making sure that it's productive. And I think this is the other thing. Knowing that you don't have to make the decision right then. Yeah. Knowing that, like, in that conversation, you don't have to say, well, I'm out. Or, like, hey, I want you out. Yep. That you can lay out the facts. Yeah. Go home and see if it aligns with what you're trying to do. Yeah. We have the tendency to say yes to everything. Right. You know, and we have the tendency to try and help people. And, you know, I've experienced this lately where I'm like, I got to trim some fat yes. around my business. 
even around my lifestyle, like I have to, you're the core of your business. You got to take care of you. Mm -hmm. And, um, what things are, am I a member of? Who am I collaborating with? You know, and as both of our businesses start Mm -hmm. to grow, we're going to get more and more inquiries. Yes. Can you sponsor this? Can you give this for free? Can you come do a workshop here for these nonprofits for free? Can you, you know, and you have to pick the things that really align with your goals. Absolutely. It's like always coming back to that. So, so for us, your collective looks very different. It's directly tied to your coaching. It's directly tied to your Wise Woman Wednesdays yeah. and, and curating that community. But like you said, I didn't know that right away. Right. So we had a second conversation. Yeah. And, and I was very careful because the perceptions that I saw it on social media... And of course, what do you think happened? Yeah. You're like, like, oh shit, this looks just like what we're trying to do. Drop the you phone. Know, like, yeah. And like, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, we'll say I'm proud of myself. I can be like a little bit of a dragon. So I was really, I was like, gonna text Alicia, gonna ask her to have a condo over coffee, you know? And so, yeah. and we did. And you were super transparent, which you don't have to be. Right. You don't owe me that. But you're my friend and I would much rather be transparent than not transparent. Right. And, and I want to keep collaborating with you. I want to help you make the collective, your collaborative as successful as possible. And I think you want the same for me. Yep. And so if we aren't able to have effing hard conversations, yeah. then we're not going to be able to do those things. And we're not going to be able to help elevate one another in the spirit of that coopetition. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I know you said there's a few things you would have done differently. For me, I think going back to the beginning, I would have, before I ever even brought this idea back to the table, I would have had everyone sign some type of like, this could come to fruition. This could not. These are the fences around that. Yeah. Um, I wish that I would have done that. Um, and I wish I would have brought the consultant in much earlier. Uh, oh my gosh. I'm going to shout him out because he's so amazing. He's awesome. Gary Fly, performance CXO. I mean, he's just... Gary Fly is amazing. It's it's so interesting because, like, he is a white male, and he's, like, coming into this, like, wolf pack of ladies, and he's helping us make really good decisions, and he's handling it so well, and so I'm thankful for him. Um, and he gets me back on track because yeah. my mind will spiral. And um, But what do you think you learned from all of it? This is an, a trust your intuition type of thing, mm-hmm. right? And I think that there were little points along the way that I thought, hmm, I think that's a little too similar. And there's some points where I think I spoke up, but again, I don't have, I'm not, he said, she said stuff. Like, I'm, I second guess myself, did I say that? Did, did we talk about that? I don't know. <laughs> did I, don't I think know. about that? And did I dream? always, yeah, I always want to um, expect the best in others. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I don't want to get into a he said, she said, or yes, I said that. No, you said, didn't say that. But I, I wish that when I'd felt that feeling in the pit of my stomach, like, I think that's too similar. Yeah. I think I just, if, if I could go back and do it again, I would just remove myself from the beginning. Yeah. Just say, you know what? This is too similar. Yeah. And as She Wolf has evolved and grown, we've had a couple gals say, I don't have the capacity for that. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Or this isn't going the direction that I thought, and I'm out. Or this has made me realize that all the things that we're doing for this collaborative group, I should be doing for my own business. Right. Um, and Traction, that book Traction, it talks about 
when you have people on board, whether they're like a board member or an advisor or an employee or a partner, that they have the skill to do the job, the want to do the job, yeah. and the capacity to do the job. And I, I did take it personally a few times, you know. There mm-hmm. were a couple gals that I just like so respected and loved and felt like their presence in the company like just made it rise to a different level. Right. And when they decided to exit, I, it, it, it took it personal, you yeah. know. But I think the more I'm growing in my business and the more I'm realizing and the more of these types of conversations that are happening, it's like, that's why that foundation building is so important yeah. and knowing where you're going. Like, here's the roadmap. Here's the plan. You can drive from North Carolina to California a couple different ways. There's one that's really efficient, right? And then you could do some sightseeing. You could stop. You could pitch a tent. You could decide to stay a little bit longer, go to Texas. I don't know, you know, but I think... Um, when you are talking about the goal for your business and the route that you want to take, as long as you're aware that you're stepping off that route yes, and you have good reasons to, that makes sense. But it's like constantly reminding yourself, like, this was the plan. Yeah. This is where we're going. And that doesn't mean that it has to be that forever. Right. And, you know, there's, I spent over a decade in sales, right? And yeah. one of the mantras that you'll hear in sales is some will, some won't next. And it's not taking any no personally. You might get a hundred no's in a day. Take none of it personally. And it's kind of that way, you know, as I'm, if I'm trying to sell a coaching package or if I'm trying to get someone to come to an event, not taking any of that personally. And and I hope that you'll feel that that way in this too. Like it's not a personal decision that I can't be a part of it. It's it's the just the decision that we have to make right now. Right. You know? And I think being aware of other people's routes, like I think once we had the discussion where you made me aware of I'm I'm not driving to California. I see that you guys are driving to California, but I'm stopping in Colorado and I'm not going any further or whatever, yeah. you know what that looks like. But for me, I understand that and yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. I can see your perspective and it makes sense to me. Yeah. I think that you are a community builder. You absolutely should do that. I also think some of that conflict comes from what's trending right now. Right. So, and social media is making it even more difficult. It's like, how many paid Facebook groups are there? And now Facebook is going to integrate like the commerce piece of that. Or so I read on a blog. I have not heard about that yet. So it's so crazy just how quickly that grows. And I recently um, got an email from Ash Ambridge. I don't know. She's pretty phenomenal, but she sells a lot of different products. She's got a digital business. One of the products that she sells is access to a network called the Unfuck With A Bull Girlfriends. Mm. And I, uh, (laughs) she's, she's like, the co- she's a brilliant copywriter. Yeah. Like, you want to read her emails because they're hilarious and she does not hold back. Like, she would be the ideal out-of-office, hello, um, interviewee. So she, uh, but she wrote a, a, an email to everybody and, and did a, a live video to say, I'm shutting the community down. Yeah. And I emailed her immediately and her assistant wrote me back. But I said, tell me about that because we're in the middle of wanting to maybe start something like this. And I want to know why you're not doing it. You know, I want to know all the bad. I love to prepare for like the worst. And so um, she's focusing on her book. 
and she couldn't focus on It's really both. that simple. Or she chose, or this was taking her away from her route, her desired yeah. route. So, um, yeah, it's so interesting. And I think the more these types of things pop up, it's just like, you know, when girl boss started, everything became like hashtag girl boss, hashtag girl boss. And now there's so many female centric groups. Yes. Um, and I have a really hard time. This is something that like, I don't ever want she wolf to be with the groups that are, I think uplift, uplifting each other is absolutely important, but the groups that are scared to have harder conversations yeah. like this, the groups that are, you know, when a mom's like, I have five kids and I need some extra income and I think I'm going to start a blog and I think I want to be an influencer, but has no experience in that. And you're not going to make any money that way. And all the girls are like, yes, do it. You always dress so cute. Awesome. You know, and I'm thinking, stop encouraging that. Yeah. She needs to like take dial it back. Real and, talk. Yeah. I mean, real talk. Like, I mean, even as a coach, some I've had people that are like, I want to figure out how to make an easy extra income. There is no such thing as an easy extra income. If that's what you want. Right. There's no such thing. It doesn't exist. That is like a pipe dream. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. You're going to get what you give into it. You know, so it's, yeah. So I agree with that. So I don't ever want Shield to be that way. I don't ever want it to be so sugary sweet that people aren't telling each other the truth. Right. And so I think, I think in a, a year from now, we'll look back on this experience and we'll say, I have watched you grow or even like in this process, there have been so many times where like you've given me advice or let me know something that I did that was maybe not great or, you know, and vice versa Mm -hmm. as we're launching and we're both learning together. So I think, I think once you get to the point where you say, I understand that your journey is different from mine. Right. And that's cool. And we want to support each other and I'll watch what you're doing and you can watch what I'm doing and we can help each other. Yeah. And I can say, hey, I checked out Mighty Networks and I checked out Mobilize and these are the features. Right. You know, that is how you help each other, I think. Yes. Or to say, hey, just so you know, I just had a member say something super nasty in the group and this is how I had to handle it. Yeah. You know, those types of things are gold, worth their weight in gold. Yes. And that's really what the whole idea of She-Wolf was founded on. Absolutely. I mean, I remember being in Florida and sitting at a girl's poker table with my co-founder, with Laura, who's a good friend of mine, and we're drinking a lot because it's girl's poker. And we're just talking about how frustrating it is that where we lived, like women that were in the marketing industry didn't help each other. Right. So close to the best. And I, I think it's a balance. I think you have to be smart. I think you have to have a great set of advisors, like a lawyer, like an accountant. Your board of directors, your personal board of directors. Like someone who has already succeeded. Yes. Like someone who knows how to protect your intellectual property. Mm-hmm. You need those people around you to help you make smart decisions yeah. for business. But I'm also a firm believer that, like, by stepping on everybody, it's going to come back around. Yeah. You know? Karma. It's so going to get you. Yeah. And think about the things that are could be helpful to somebody. Like, what does it hurt if I say, hey, when I started my business, this is what I learned? Right. How does that hurt me? It doesn't. It really helps this other person. Yeah. On the flip side, if I'm like, here is access to my computer where you can see the contact information for all of my clients. And you know, that's probably not smart. Don't not a do good that. idea. Yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, but, but yeah, protect yourself. Yeah, it's. I think about it in my Bible that I tell everybody to do is the artist way, right? Yeah. And so often the advice to give an artist is, it doesn't matter if somebody else has done it because nobody else is gonna do it like you. Right. Yeah. Right. So go paint that picture. Even if you try to paint the Mona Lisa, I mean, you're going to come up with an Alicia Lisa, right? Like, or whatever it is. Right. So whatever you do is going to have your own flavor. So in business, be smart, Mm -hmm. trust your gut, but also don't do the thing that you want to do because you think somebody else has done it before. Right. Because nobody else is going to do it like you. Yeah. Nobody else is going to do it like she will. Yeah. 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 The brands are so different. Yeah. Yeah, 100% agree. That's a, that's a great quote. And and I mean, if you look at, like, the Ubers of the world, like, they weren't the first people to come up with that idea. No, and then you got you know? Lyft, and then yeah. it's like, who? Who do you want to do? Lyft yeah. or Uber, right? Well, we Lyft because... Because <laughs> of Uber, yeah. Because of Uber. But also because my dear, beautiful sister-in-law works for Lyft Corporate, <laughs> and I love her so much. And so we will support her all day, every day. I love um, it. Love it. She's amazing. Um, I married into a pretty kick-ass family. But, um, yeah, so I'm glad that we've come to a place where we can help each other. And I think you used the um, analogy with Marie Forleo. Yes. I said that, and- yeah, you, I, this is the way I see things. I'm like, She-Wolf is like the Marie Forleo, you know, you <laughs> big kick-butt, like, B-School-esque type of collaborative. And I feel like more like the Danielle Laporte, like the Dark Knight, like... <laughs> But they're friends and they're they help friends each other. And yes, they yeah. help each other grow and they're probably each other's affiliate program stuff and Yeah. Yeah. If you if someone were to come to you and say, I am thinking about creating a partnership with this person or I'm thinking about signing on to this organization in whatever way, uh, what would your advice be? What type of organization? Let's say Let's say somebody has a consulting business Mm. and they have talked about merging their consulting business with another consultant who Mm -hmm. has a different specialty. Hmm. That's the You know, it's... Okay, so I've kind of done this, kind of. Okay. Um, So I opened a yoga studio back when I turned 30, so five and a half years ago, opened a yoga studio. And did it for two years, two and a half years-ish by myself. And it was hard as hell. You know, I was working a full-time job. I was teaching yoga classes in the morning. I was creating newsletters on my lunch break. I was teaching yoga classes in the evening, on the weekends, doing payroll, managing a group of yoga teachers. And doing it by myself was hard. Mm -hmm. And I have a really phenomenal, good friend who... One day I was calling her about some advice that I needed. She's in the yoga world too. And she got off the phone and she's like, I want to do this with you. I want to help you build this. And I was like, okay, you want to buy in? And she was like, yeah, I want to buy in. And we had lots and lots of conversations. but And, and it worked until it didn't work, till we both decided it was, it was time to sell the studio. And what I would say is the most difficult thing about that is – You can talk something to death, Mm -hmm. but know that problems are going to arise. But if you approach it from a standpoint of believing in that person and believing that 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 person really... If if you believe in each other enough to want to go into business with one another, you have to trust that that person does have your best interest 
at heart. You got to trust your gut in that. Mm -hmm. And if you can, when, when a problem comes up, if you can take a step back first, like you did when you saw what I, I sent out, you took a step back first and you took a breath and you said, let's just talk this through. It might not be what my perception of it is. Mm -hmm. If you can do that in a partnership, you can get through the hard stuff. Yes. You have to be able to communicate. Yeah, and and take a step back and breathe and don't assume the worst. Do not assume that whatever problem has arisen is because they're trying to screw you over. Yes. You know, I think most people aren't trying to screw you over. Most it's just sometimes we're selfish and we get caught up in our own sure. lane, you know. Or a misunderstanding. Yeah. I think my chair is making noise, sorry. Um, I think <laughs> that when you're considering a business partnership, you should consider it just as much as you consider who you think you want to marry. Absolutely. It's so, it's almost messier in a lot of ways. And I think having cl- having a good balance, they should probably be a little bit different than you. Yeah. Have different skills. Uh, so having a good balance, having really clear lanes. Clear lanes. Super clear. Cl- like I handle marketing, you handle operations. Yeah. I mean, that kind of thing. Like, super, super clear lanes. And then, yeah, conflict management. And then also I would say, like, really writing out, like, making sure that your visions align. They have to. Making sure that your goals align from the beginning. Yes. Um, And have those conversations about money in the beginning. Yes. Know how you're going to handle it when there's a loss to the business and you both have to put money in. Yep. Like, know all of that stuff up front. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There should be, like... Like, there's pre-marriage counseling, right? There should be, like, pre-business partnership counseling. Oh, 100%. If somebody does that, holler. Yeah. I mean, and even if, like, for example, you know, with She Wolf Now, I'm 100% owner, but I really see it as a community of gals. And so as far as, like, ownership of ideas and things like that, we share a lot. Yeah. And I think um, even that, though, you have to be careful. I think you still need to have the same kind of vetting process. You know, um, just because you love someone personally doesn't mean that you work well together. Right. You know, and I've been in situations like that where it's like, for whatever reason, we just don't speak the same language when it comes to business. Yeah. You know, and like you said, the ethics piece, like if, if we're taking a loss, how are we fixing it? Yeah. Are you expecting me? You know, how does that, what does that divide look like? It should even be written in your contract. Like, if we have a disagreement, we're going to flip a coin. I mean, whatever whatever it, it is, is. Yeah. or we're going to bring in this person to mediate or we're going or you always make the final decision or you know yeah. you know in a marriage you don't always love you don't even always like the person that you're married to right and in a business you don't you might love the person that you're in business with you might not but you're yeah. not always going to like them right no. like there's going to be things that are really tough and you that just because it's rosy now Things are always rosy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just know that there are going to be problems and have a roadmap to follow when for when you hit the bumps. Yep. Yeah, 100%. So when you, we ask everybody this, uh, when you are out of office, when mm. you check out, what are you doing? Well, if I had an unlimited budget, I'd be in Paris. <laughs> 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 but this weekend, I'm going to be out of office. I'm, I am mixing a little business with play, okay. but I'm going surfing. Nice. So Good. Yeah. Enjoy. Thanks. Yes. I'll, I think it's a unanimous get your ass outside. Hiking, camping. And leave your phone at home. 
rolling around in the grass. Yeah, or turn it off until you need it for an emergency. Exactly. But like, don't be checking your emails. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. And uh, uh, okay, as a coach, yes, I I really believe in shutting down on a Friday and not opening that email back up till Monday morning. Totally because agree. if you cannot separate, yeah. Yeah, and I am not always the best at it, but it's something I strive for because I know that if I don't give myself that time to recharge, well, You're I'm going to be dragging come the next week. Mhm. And your attitude will suck and all yeah. that. Well, thanks Thank for you. being vulnerable, honest, a great friend. And tell everyone where they can find all the things that you're doing. Uh, they can find me at www.yokeyokeandabundance.com. Awesome. Thank you. And where can they find your podcast? Oh, iTunes and on the website. Awesome. Yeah. And where can they find your community? <laughs> Same place, website. Okay, yeah. awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you loved this podcast, if you loved the real talk that you're getting, then you will absolutely want to check out SheWolf Collaborative. You can find it at SheWolf.co. That's S-H-E-W-O-L-F dot C-O. And you can learn more about this ecosystem of women in business that are go-getters. They have grit, they have gumption, and they are giving back to one another. And we're growing together. It's a lot of G's, a lot of alliteration, but we like it because we're in branding. So check out SheWolf Collaborative. You can also find us on Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter at SheWolf Co.